You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. fans in 32 days this is the third podcast i'm doing in two hours so maybe, uh, less coherent than usual but uh it's good because we're we're speaking to my least favorite team in the nfl uh i would say my least favorite team in sports but that's the yankees so this person uh really <laughs> speaks to both of those things he's uh you may know him as someone who's banned from the podcast currently uh we do a nfl draft sort of pool with all 32 of our fans and the person who does the worst usually it's jordan kalish because he's the worst uh gets banned for a year from the podcast however we decided to rescind the ban because he picked he didn't pick isaiah win but then isaiah wins like out of the nfl basically like he already tore his acl he's out for the year we, we don't root for injuries but like you know if he had retired we would be happy like we're happy when the patriots was a player so i figured it's fine to let him back because uh you know punishment enough is going to be hopefully rooting for the patriots in the post-Tom Brady era, which I think might be happening soon, and, and nothing will be grander in the whole world. So, Michael Clark, welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? Akiva, you guys will never lose me. Well, no, I don't, we're fine not losing you. I, I just want to lose Tom Brady from the division. I want Brian Hoyer to be, like, seeing... Is Brian Hoyer the backup? Let's start there. Is Brian Hoyer your backup? Bra- Brian Hoyer is currently the backup. What about yes. Loletta? How does Loletta look? Is he going to be, like, the new Jimmy Garoppolo? I, I don't know... If Loletta has done enough to earn a roster spot, oh, okay. I, they need to have three quarterbacks, though, right? With a 41-year-old quarterback, they can't just go into the season with I don't, they, Brian I don't think Hoyer. They, they didn't the, have a third one last year, I don't think, for at least part of the season. I don't think so. Once they traded uh, Jimmy G, I don't think they had a third one. Listen, Bill likes to use those rosters. But like, you got to find more cheaters. Quarterbacks can't cheat when they're not on the field. So, like, he's got he's to get a 51st non-QB and... You know, have them, I don't know, do steroids or something. Um, all right, the Yankees are currently winning while we're talking, right? Or they just won? Uh, they they swept Toronto, yeah, now, which you think I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, but yeah. that means that a lot of people in yeah. the pool of pools, pool of pools who I thought were going to get knocked out Correct. when the Yankees were 1-4 this week. 1-3. They in, were 1-3. They needed one to go 1-4. They All you needed to do was for the Yankees to lose once and... Someone at the top of the pool, like myself, would have been out. Would have been great for a lot of people who are trailing me because I'm in second overall. Correct. I, I rooted for the Yankees this weekend. It was not a good feeling. Uh, it, it, it's fine because I, I like I already know the I can taste the pain of them losing that one game playoff to Oakland or Seattle or Houston or whoever. 
It's going to be so delicious. So it doesn't it, like I want the Yankees to be in the playoffs. I don't want them to miss the playoffs. I want them to be there and then suffer like the most undignified, like horrific loss imaginable. So I was happy with getting the Yankee sweep, staying in that pool, picking a, a new team for this week. You never picked that th- that pool just to explain because who wants to talk about the Patriots? Is you? It's actually a cool <laughs> pool. It, I actually think it's a good idea. I don't think I invented it, but it's a fun one. The MLB Survivor Pool, where you pick a, a different team every week, and they just need to go 500 or better. So really, the key is to pick a, a good team playing mediocre or bad teams, ideally at home, but also that plays six games in a seven-day week, right? That's what you're looking for. Yes. Yes. Now, I stupidly picked the Yankees because they were playing bad teams at home, but they had seven games. So it's just so much harder to go four and three than three and three, right? It's it's substantially harder. So at one and three, I was looking down the barrel of my season ending, and they won, and, and now now I'm very excited. Anyway, thank you to, to uh, Jay Happ, one of my favorite players, for uh, t- <laughs> taking down the, 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 uh, Toronto, the Toronto Blue Jays. It's gross to root for the Yankees over the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, like, come on. Um, Michael. Sir. We have the page, so we have not adva- we we haven't had the Eagles on yet, so uh, we have not announced our rankings for who is number one. Do you want to guess who is number one in the Chester Nikiva 2018 NFL Power Rankings this season? I'm going to guess that you have the Philadelphia Eagles as your number one team. So Chester has the Eagles won the Patriots two. I have the Patriots won the Eagles two, just because the AFC stinks. So they are they uh-huh. are T dash one, which I'm sure Chester will put into the. Uh, this podcast, T-1 New England Patriots. It, it, there's 30 numbers in our podcast titles right now because it's 32 <laughs> fans in 32 days. He puts the episode numbers. If anyone on earth cares that this is like, wait, I can't listen to the Patriots because it's episode 233 and I've missed 227 and I, like, I'm like i going to miss the canon of what's going on in 30. Come on, Chester. Take that. If, he's not even listening. Right now. You got to take that out. There's so many numbers because then you have 32 fans in 32 days. The episode number, the one of the team, and God forbid if the team is the 49ers, you have another number in there. There's like 40 numbers. It's so <laughs> the, the podcast. I hope this is a repeated off. bit from the podcast we recorded earlier today. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, All right. Tom Brady, is he good? Are we sure he's good? Um, Some may say that he's a goat. I did like last uh, yeah, year the so, goat versus the boat with Brady and Bortles, right? It was the goat versus the boat, the greatest of all time versus the best of all time. <laughs> yes, that was a part of my take the, thing. The, the part of my I take do want to like, I do want because I, I do want to do that with like the first Darnold Brady matchup. We get like the goat versus you know we need something like that, but not so similar mm-hmm. that we're totally ripping them off. But I do think Darnold, who you know will probably be the greatest quarterback of all time, definitely will be the best quarterback in the division this year. I, he does need a nickname. He doesn't really. He doesn't have a nickname. Uh, is he definitely starting week one? No, he's not definitely starting week one. I, he, it seemed a few right. days ago like he was. It seemed like the team was leaking to the press that they wanted to start him week one. I don't know like why they did that, but then he looked okay in week two, but Bridgewater looked fantastic. I wonder if they're going to like try and have Bridgewater play a game and like look so good, and then somebody loses their quarterback, Tom Brady style, in week one, and then like, oh, no, we gotta we can't play Brian Hoyer or – CJ Beathard or whoever your you know whoever your backup is and then you have to like give up a like cuz it's not worth trading Bridgewater for a fourth round pick that's you know a conditional fifth round or something but if you could get a real second or third round pick that's actual value especially the Jets lost their second round pick next year to trade for his Darnold So I think that with Brady with his age where it is right now with his relationship with 
TB12, Alex Guerrero. Mm. I don't think he's ever going to have a quiet offseason again. I think there's always going to be a little bit of... What is his relationship with Alex Guerrero? Question about Do you know anything about this? I've been doing some research. I, I, I think that... <laughs> That Brady and Guerrero are very close. I think that he is like kind of like a guru. I, I I love Tom Brady. I have always worshipped the guy since I do you think you'd name a Pats. kid after Brady? Would I? Yeah, would you do that? Like if you had a first uh, maybe a middle son, name. Middle name. Would you do Tom or would you go Brady? No, I'd go Brady for the middle yeah, name because uh, Tom. Like no one will know it's Tom. You probably have like an uncle Tom or something like that. Like a like a grandpa yeah. named Tom. The um yes, yeah. I think Brady is a cool middle name, by the way. It's like too yeah. snobby to be a first I, I, name, but it's there's not a, a bad lot of name. family friends with Brady in uh, in in the name. So it's very so, popular in the New England area. Yeah, I would say that's so. a good tip for like yeah. the ladies out there though to like know who to avoid. Someone with Brady in their first name. <laughs> yes, um, guys should also avoid hanging out with them too. Um, all right. So I was saying, as much as I, I, I love the guy and will be heartbroken when he decides to leave or Belichick trades him in week six, because well, who knows please, with that guy. Yeah. Uh, he, he's not – like, I don't think I, want, I would want to hang out with him. I don't think I, de- I, I, don't think I want to hang out with Tom. He's just – No, he's a weird guy. He's too, too famous now. First of all, weird, let, a little too crazy let me say something with to you, his junk science. Yeah. Go ahead. The feeling – first of all, the feeling's mutual. He doesn't want to hang out with you either. Number two, of course not. I, number two, like you get to a point of like of like richness, but more so celebrity where you could have like a semi normal billionaire. Like I'm sure Warren Buffett is like a semi normal guy, but like you could get to a point of like Kardashian level celebrity where you can't be normal anymore. So, of course, he wouldn't be fun to hang out with. And, no. I mean, no. He, and he's into all these things. You also have to be into them. Like he won't really be your friend unless you're you also like swear by you have to go to Guerrero every week and you have to like eat his like vegan ice cream, his avocado ice cream. Like it's, it wouldn't be, it would not be fun. I don't think so. All right. Let me ask you a question. He's still performing on the field, uh, you know, and, and it's, you hear her. You, by the way, you heard he retires, first. People are gonna. There, you'll have your Alex Chester say things news. like, "Well, he's forty-one, yeah. and historically, no one ever at the age of forty-one has had a, a season like." He's a good Chester. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, do the receivers suck as much as they think they do? As I think they do. Yes. So this is their weakest receiver core since the two thousand six season. Right. I would say with Rache Caldwell yeah. and Jabbar Gaffney and Troy remember Brown. Remember Caldwell's eyes? Those were nuts. I do. When he dropped the pass against Indianapolis. Oh, boy. His eyes yes. were crazy. So, but what about – actually, I was looking what at they uh, did... the, the 2012 team that eventually – I mean, they had Gronk and, and Hernandez, RIP. Um, mm-hmm. And he uh, – like, but Gronk was dead in this – Gronk, like, was, was at 4% in the Super Bowl. Hernandez actually played well. But yeah. Welker was bad. That was the famous Giselle catch the ball game. But they also were playing Ocho Cinco and Deion Branch's corpse. So oh, that yeah. was a bad – receiving like a receiving core also mostly banged up at the end of the year um but yeah there were a couple really bad ones remember like troy brown's going to play cornerback and they had nobody left i'd say like every other year this is a problem where it looks like they have no receivers on the team yeah so in the offseason they 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 got quarter patterson mm-hmm. and eric decker and kenny they still had kenny Britt, but i think and, and they, they, people the were expecting they stuff of matthews a, and, and matthews already gone 
Uh, you stepped on my bit there. Uh, there, there that, you had a bit for I Jordan think they Matthews? also needed to sign a time machine for 2010 yeah. for those two players. True. Kenny Brady being Rutgers, he'd be crushing it. I mean, listen, Patterson's never worked out. He uh, is he going? Is he kick returning for you guys? Yes, absolutely. I think that's the main reason. Yeah, I mean, he's worth the roster spot just for that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and he made some splash plays in the last preseason you could, game. He's good for he'll two plays a game, a game where you throw a slant and, and pray that he that he could break it, but he's not running like a real roots. I don't think Hogan's fine. Edelman's Edelman's at four weeks. You'll be okay yeah. without him. Uh, does Dor- is Dorsett going to make the team? Is he healthy? He will. I, I, Tom, I, I think he will be more in the offense than a guy like Decker, a guy of one of these Decker's new guys. Done. Because at least Decker's Dorsett was done. around last year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't expect anything out of Decker. <laughs> He'll make the roster probably, but I don't see him being. Will he be on really the roster in week 17? I'll, I'm going to guess no. I'm going to say no. I, I don't I don't think so, but who knows? Uh, talk about the Solder thing. Do you think they're going to miss Solders? They replaced him with Trent Brown, who was the Niners' left tackle. Do, do you think that's a big deal, or or it's sort of like you, you lost the guy, but it was too much money, and you got a pretty decent replacement anyway? I, I definitely, I think the the offensive line will miss Solder. He when he was on the field was always kind of the rock of their offensive line, but. Brown's not a slouch. Brown has performed pretty well in camp. I think that they're not losing a bunch with Brown being slotted in there. And, yeah, like the win injury really hurt. And you you hate to see a guy tear his Achilles in his rookie year. But he wasn't going to be a starter on the line unless Mm -hmm. there were some injuries. Like they already have, you know, Shaq Mason, David Andrews. Uh, Fleming, they, they already have. Yeah. No, you a have bunch you have you have a that... little bit of depth, Thuni and Marcus Cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listen. You weren't going to pay yeah. Solder I, anyway. It, it's not like it's not like he you know he chose a different team. Like he got paid more than the uh, Patriots would ever pay a guy like that. Yeah, I, I I think I was more bummed about them letting Lewis walk yeah. to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I I loved Deion Lewis. He's because he's team. so great to watch. I but you might that... have sold high, right? I mean, he's not a young man. He's he bounced around for a while sure. before he was relevant. So sure. sometimes you and so... I think that I think that Sony Michelle can do a lot of what Deion Lewis mm-hmm. did as long as Sony Michelle is not dead yeah. and he's on the field. Uh, and they have Burkhead. Who do you think leads the team when... in rushing in, in week seventeen? Who's going to be the team's leading rusher? Burkhead. I am going to say it's going to be Michelle. Wow. But probably not at yeah. first. I mean, it doesn't. I like my impression. No, he might not be there on opening day, right? I think he might be back for week one, but but he's also he might, might not be playing. Like he's a rookie who might be getting eased into the lineup. Sure, and just because you're an early draft pick doesn't mean that Belichick's going to play you. It, it it it'll be interesting to see when he's healthy how they're going to split the time between. Jeremy Hill and and Burkett and Gillisley and White and Michelle, they have a lot of things to do with running backs. No great running back, but a lot of you know, not bad guys. They have a lot of pieces, kinda... which is really how he's gone last week. All right, we'll bring in we'll bring in James White. We'll bring in like I don't Gillisley for like a day. Like well, you know, the guy has its day. Who's the guy who had the two hundred yards, four touchdowns, and basically never played for them again? Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray. Listen, SI cover boy Jonas Gray. Um, yes. SI still exists, right? 
I feel like I haven't heard it much might? about SI. Like, <laughs> like, I haven't heard much about it in the last... My parents canceled it after, like, 30 years. They're like... Because they were just piling up in my bed because I don't live at home. And they're like, you never come pick them up. So they finally canceled Remember when everyone years. loved Rick Riley? When, like, Rick Riley wasn't a punchline? It's... I, listen, it's really... It's hard with media. I'm glad I'm never going to be popular because it's really hard to be the Bill Simmons, to be the Rick Riley. Peter King knows this. I, I like how aware Peter King of this, that he's trying so hard. He goes on, pardon my take sometimes. Like, he's trying so hard not to be that punchline. And again, he was never a comedy guy, so I think it's a little easier for him, whereas Simmons and Riley relied on comedy. And when you get really rich, Rick Riley was making $20 million, had a $20 million contract. Bill Simmons has like a $20 million house in Malibu or something like that. It, you, you're not one of the people anymore. And plus, you just get old. Like when you're th- well, I'm 34, and it's like sort of possible to know what 22-year-olds are talking about. But when you're 44, if you know what 22-year-olds are talking about, you should be in jail. Like it, it, it's just hard to know what's funny and what's cool anymore and keep up with it. And like you still think your jokes from 1998 were funny, but they're not anymore. And it's just hard to know what's up. So Riley, I don't think Simmons will ever get to Riley's level. He has no self-awareness at all. None at, whatsoever. Simmons has no self-awareness. He's clear, like he's the most only child, only child of all time. Like I'm I, like, I'm sure he you say one mean thing to him and he doesn't speak to you for 10 years. Um, I just, I, I, are you an only child? You're not, right? I think you, you've said you have brothers, right? No, I, I, a younger brother to older yeah, okay, sisters. Fine. So, so not, I'm, I don't want to insult any, your standard, I, middle I don't insult any, any, listen, uh, but every, by the way, every only child is like insanely successful, but they, they like, he does think the world revolves around him. Bill Simmons. Um, yes. Riley is such a parody of, of, of like, it's almost a fake account. It's like, if you were being an account that, that stunk, like. You can predict his tweets because they're so bad. It's it's sad to see because like kids will never know that he was like incredible, and in a space where it's hard to be good, right? Like it was hard to write that small column and make it good. And like the most interesting thing he does is like his resistance retweets, which like God knows we need ten thousand more people retweeting like the Krasenstein brothers or whatever. Um, but I, I like he, you know what it is also. We're on a little bit of a tangent here, but nobody wants to talk about the Patriots. Sure, let's go. I, tell yeah, me if you please. like. You consume a lot of sports media, right? Like, I think. Yeah. Are you a Mike Francesa guy at all? I, I listened to him when I was growing okay. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, fine. I but you're very familiar yeah. with his ouvroir. Like, you you know what's going on. Of course, yes. The yeah, thing I, about I Mike Francesa that Francesa. people don't get: half the battle is just loving sports. I know it sounds weird, but if you're a 63 year old man. And you still, like, go home, and Mike Francis does, and, like, watch NIT games when there's nothing going on. And maybe you're gambling on them, and that's why you watch them. But, like, if you still have the love for sports, that's really half the battle. And uh, the other half is, like, being funny and interesting and, like, coming up with new things to say about them, which, by the way, is much harder, especially with sports like baseball, where, like, if you don't know metrics, you're basically human garbage, and, like, you don't, you're not relevant, you're not in the conversation anymore. Uh, which is why, like, someone like Simmons thinks baseball is dying. It's not dying, it's just... Like it's it's over his head at this point. So Rick Riley only cares mm-hmm. about golf. He clearly hates sports, and that's why people don't like him. Like I, I, it just shows. It's like you don't have any love for sports. It it it, it sports fans are like very easy to please, but you sort of have to be on the same page as them. So Simmons has a little bit. Of that. Simmons do, is a is like a legitimate sports fan still. Uh, I don't know if he loves baseball and like he likes basketball too much more than maybe he likes the other sports, but he still has it. Like I could see Simmons at home watching like a Mac game on on on, you know, in the middle of the week. Uh, so he still has that, but I feel like a two years away from 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 like just all Fortnite talk and going away. 
Uh, I don't I don't know why I don't know where we got to from there, but like uh, people could. <laughs> Chester writes in and says the Patriots are dead last in the NFL and cap money spent on the O line. Is that ideal when you're protecting a 41 year old quarterback? What do you think? Is that ideal? Sorry, I, I didn't. You cut out for a second. I didn't okay. catch that. Chester writes in and says the Patriots are spending the least money of anybody in the league on on the offensive line. Is that ideal for protecting a 41 year old quarterback? Well, I, th- I think that that's misleading because Shaq Mason, who had a pretty good season last year, still on a rookie Right. What do you want him to do? Give him a raise because uh, he's good, Chester? Like, what are they sp- supposed to spend money where they don't need to? <laughs> I think that, yeah, like with the loss of Solder, you, you don't know how Brown's going to slide in there. But Brown's a veteran. Again, he's looking in camp. I- I'm not worried about I- – I-, I don't see a precipitous drop from Brady – just because he's another year older, I, I, there you know there could be a drop, but he's always been pretty good about getting the ball out quickly. As he's gotten older, he bails out a lot quicker now. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the the one play in the Super Bowl that the Eagles actually got to him, he lost the ball. But I'm not worried about the state of our offensive line. Yeah, all right. I want to I want to go game by game to to see how you think they're gonna they're gonna end up because the defense okay. is not so exciting to me. So just tell me what is your main concern on the defense right now? I would say our main concern would be the corner uh, next to uh, because we we lost Butler and so I'm worried about uh, Eric Rowe mm-hmm. uh, the the McCordy twin. Uh, he, I'm not sure one of the McCourty if he's teams. even going to make the team at oh, this really? point. <laughs> That's a hard team to make. Oh, Listen, yeah. I hope, I hope the Jets could pick up. Like, Do you know what's an interesting thing? Uh, I, I say this every year, but listen, it's important to repeat when you're always right. The, the yep. bad teams like the Jets and the Browns end up like picking up. Like They only have 46 NFL players, and they end up picking up like six guys to fill up their team of players that teams like the Patriots or the Vikings cut. Where it seems like the Patriots, like, you know your roster's in good shape when the guys who are getting cut are getting picked up. And you get four guys, you know, who make the opening 53 of another roster, even though they weren't in camp. So I, I do think that you guys have a deep enough roster and not that many injuries that you're there. Whereas I think the Jets, even though, like, the front of the roster is much better, like, they only have, like, 42 NFL players. Like, the Jets might cut all four of their, like, their entire outside linebacker crew I don't think could make a team like the Patriots or the Vikings or the Eagles not and I'm not lying I'm saying I don't think a single guy on their team could make these teams they're like all UDFAs or like really bad players or draft picks like Lorenzo Molden didn't work out so I do think uh listen I hope we scrap up some of these guys if a guy like McCourty's not making uh your, your and team, yes I, their their defense in the Super Bowl was embarrassing and it was terrible and to this day I don't think we'll ever know why Belichick didn't. No, I, I don't think we'll ever know. Because even if somebody no. says it, it's not. I was just told we were talking last podcast about the Wickersham story, the Brady thing from last year. Yeah, I don't think we'll yeah. ever know the truth about that, and I don't think we'll ever know the truth about the about the Malcolm Butler thing. I think like even it's it, Bill Belichick's never writing a book, and there's very few people who no. know, no. and he's the only one who would ever even like consider telling the truth. Not that I'm saying he's an honest person, but like. The agent is always going to defend like his client and just his agent stuff. Mister Kraft is always gonna is always gonna you know like stick out for himself. 
and and you know he's not in the, the football meetings necessarily. Like we we don't know. We don't know the Butler thing, and we don't know. We're we're never gonna we're never gonna know. Uh, we're never gonna know like uh, how the Garoppolo trade really went down. Um, yeah, I think their defense could look a lot better this year. The, last year, a problem they had was they weren't getting a lot of pressure to the quarterback. Uh, Adrian Claiborne, who was a signing on the that was a bad pass rush. Uh, looked really good. It was a bad pass rush. Like it, it, you're, yeah. It was absolutely, but Claiborne looked good in the in the the preseason game. Uh, we get back Derek Rivers, yeah. who was uh, their second round pick towards ACL year, in the yeah. preseason last year, and he is used to playing for guys that probably aren't great guys because he played at Youngstown State in college. So he played under Bo Pelini. So he's probably Ooh, used to. Oh, is this an anti Bo? Uh, did Bo Pelini do something bad? Like I'm not. Uh, why did he get fired? I thought he was fired for being a bad coach. What's Bo Pelini? Did he do something really bad? No, I, I think he got. I think he got fired for like cursing out. Oh. Uh, like fans. Did he really? In Wisconsin. Oh, what are you doing? Or Nebraska. Nebraska. Nebraska yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. It was, a, it was a big to do. I think he insulted the athletic director. I think he like called out fans. Mm-hmm. But and, also he was losing. Listen, if he was yeah. like 11 and one every year, 12 and one, he would he'd still be there. Not in a Youngstown state. Um, sure. And, uh, and Hightower got hurt last year. Hightower gets hurt all yeah. the time, but when he is on the field, he, Makes big plays. He made the big play against Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. He's kind of like our defensive quarterback, but I worry that he could go the route of a guy like Gerard Mayo, yeah. who was that guy for a bit for the Pats, and then Coach, you get he just sick became of so injury prone yeah. that he never, mm-hmm. he never so really now. was the same. It, and who knows? Maybe having Brian Flores call the plays, maybe they could benefit from having another voice. Uh, I always liked Matt Patricia, but I can't defend their. They defense were fine letting him go. Listen, they were they were all too happy to let him go. Whereas McDaniel's, they 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 raised hellfire to keep him right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. In terms of the Super Bowl loss, obviously the Giants' losses will stick to you forever. Probably does is last loss yes. eat at you, or do you acknowledge like okay, we lost to a better team? There's really not much we could have done. It really doesn't. So. I was pleased with the fact that the Pats were able to, like, they they took a fourth quarter lead. They, it really was a very exciting game because it was a one score game at the end. I think the final was forty to thirty two. So there was plenty 33. of offense. Come on, there was you no know that. defense. You don't have a forty one to thirty three okay. flag. <laughs> I do, I do not know. We should buy. Uh, there was no defense in that game, so it was exciting. I think there were, I don't know how many 30-yard plays there were, but it broke a Super Bowl record for 30-yard plays. Gronk was huge in the game. Like, it, it was a it was a great game. Of course, it was a result I didn't want. It was frustrating. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, you know, that, that first giant Super Bowl, like, my dad called me the next day and just to make sure that I wasn't, like, on a ledge right, or something. Sure. It just, I... Are- I have people mm-hmm. who I have cut out of my life because they called me after that Super Bowl to like. It's crow it's crazy. About the I, like Pat's lost. Yeah. There should season. be. They should teach us in schools, like with how to pay your taxes and stuff. Like, you don't call someone after a big loss. Like I, I agree. I will cut someone if they, if someone like tweeted at me after a big Jets loss. Not blocked. <laughs> like blocked for my life forever. I agree. It's cr- <laughs> I mean, like you have to know better. 
If you care enough, if you know enough to care about a sporting event, you, you should know enough not to trash talk. Like it's it's okay. Uh, if if the era ends in a year or two, or maybe this year, are you prepared yeah. to just be another team again? Maybe, maybe Belichick retires, or maybe he's still there, but like you just can't win with a with a without a quarterback. Are you prepared for a scenario where the Patriots are just another team? I mean, I'm kind of locked into saying yes here because the narrative about me already is that I am a filthy yes, front runner totally. and will just jump yeah. onto a team. You're so a Warriors fan in basketball, podcast, right? I am okay. not. In are you a Knicks any fan? Stretch of the, Celtics? What are you reviewing? Uh, no. So, so the the Red Sox are actually the only. Boston sports team that I okay hate. fine uh, I I don't have and that's an a family team, thing but right? that's I like that's to a see family the thing Celtics that your well. your dad or somebody was a Yankees fan right oh yeah I, I'm a Yankee family like I'll be a Yankee until the day I die or until they get bad uh, but that probably won't happen any anytime soon anyway. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. like <laughs> I, the the spoiled pink hat Patriots fans. They, yep. I, I just don't think they're. Re- I, I think they're going to be so obnoxious when this team gets bad, which hopefully will be very soon. And I, but I also think they're going to be like, I don't care. Like, uh, you know, talk to me. I got five rings and and eight Super Bowls, and like, uh, it, you know, it doesn't. It it just doesn't matter. I never cared. Like, who cares? If the Patriots are two and ten, and the Jets are yeah. winning the Super Bowl. I, they're not sure, going to let. You're not okay going to let us enjoy not... it if it ever happens. You will not let us enjoy it for a second. I was okay with them not drafting. Zach Robinson or Lamar Jackson. Like I was okay with them not doing that. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to like trade up and get one of like a Rosen or a Mayfield or even your guy. Yeah, but like, you couldn't I, trade I up for one. Okay I think that. I think at the end of the day, if you're gonna be bad, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have a year like the Colts had those two times and like just go one fifteen, get the first pick and pick your guy. I think they know that. You can't just unless your dad happens to have been friends with Bill Belichick and you could magically get a superstar quarterback for almost nothing. There's no way to fall into these guys unless uh, unless you have a top three pick. So you're just going to have to be really bad one year and, and suck and hope the guy is good. All right, let's go game by game quick. It'll happen. You guys play the AFC South this year and you play the NFC North. So we start with hosting the Houston Texans. The Patriots don't have a primetime game in week one. A little bit surprising. I'm assuming you're chucking that down as a dub. Brady versus Watson could be a good matchup. I think it will be. I think that, you know, Merciless and Watt and Clowney can all get to Brady, but I'm... Oh, how delicious will that be <laughs> if, if Brady is picking himself off the turf, like shaking away Marcus Cannon's hand and he's trying to pick him up <laughs> the 11th time he gets knocked down. You know, uh, 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 Ro- I'm assuming that's like Romo and, and Nance, unless they have a... Oh, I, I, I think it has to be Romo and Nance. Uh, I'm... Gene? <laughs> I like... <laughs> Uh, I'm calling it a win for the Pats. Yeah. Then uh, a really good rematch week, too. This is going to be the national game, I think. Pats at Jacksonville. You were talking before about how, you know, it wasn't so crushing that they lost the Eagles. But let's be honest, like, that you were playing with house money because you should have lost the Jaguars in the game. Yeah, I mean, you should have beat them by 30. Yes. But, like, based on how the game actually progressed, you should have lost that game. So they're going to be out for blood. They know that they should have beaten you guys. By the way, defensive line-wise, no, you're not going to get a better test than starting off with Houston and Jags yeah. in those first two <laughs> for weeks. For sure. Really going to test the I line. I think that uh, the Jags are kind of mad about how that game ended. I think they are still crying about that Deion Lewis fumble and the pass interference call against Brandon Cooks. Uh, I think that 
Jacksonville wins that game, and Jalen Ramsey is insufferable for about a week afterwards. He's like, uh, Ramsey's not going to. He's going to make season. Lane Johnson look like the biggest like Pats fanboy <laughs> if they win that game. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ramsey's going to be insufferable the whole season. Listen, this is what you have to do. You have to like get on social media, trash guys. I mean, he did it to like GQ, but. You got to trash guys because there's so few stars in this league right now. And outside quarterback, there's almost nobody like Odell's good at opening up mm-hmm. his mouth. There's just, you know, Watt has to be on the Watt's a big star, but he's not a trash talker. And he also hasn't been on the field for two years. There is definitely a vacuum where you could become like one of the faces of the league. You know, a Nocho Cinco level, not a superstar, maybe, but maybe a guy who's in a commercial or two, a guy who... Yeah, especially as a guy like like T-Sizzle, uh, Terrell Suggs is, like, nearing the end of yeah. his career. Like, someone needs to slot into the, you know, obnoxious, just run-your-mouth kind of guy, where if he's yeah, not he on your team... definitely be that guy. You hate him, but if he is on your team, you're like, oh, like, T-Sizzle's the man. God, I hate the Ravens um, yeah. so much. No, but he could definitely be I a higher really level than, than Terrell Suggs. Yeah, I hate the Ravens too, but I don't think Suggs ever really made it nationally in terms of his trash talk. Um, so then your first primetime game is at Detroit. Detroit, we get America sees a lot of them early because you got Jets, Lions, and Patriots, Lions. Of those three games, I would have picked that third in terms of interest. <laughs> you know, Patriots, Texans, Patriots, Jaguars. So this is uh, so you get Detroit in Detroit. Yep. You're one and one. Yep. Uh, I think that uh, we are going to send our good friend Matt Patricia home with a home loss. So the Pats win that game. Yeah. No love loss there. So you're two and one. I'm three game homestand. Dolphins, Colts, Chiefs. I, you're not losing. Not any of these, right. The Chiefs. The, the Colts are a, a Thursday night game. That's not a nope. great game. And then 10, ten days later, uh, you really have weird Sunnighters. You get the Colts, Bills and Lions. They, <laughs> listen, the schedule is what the schedule is. There, there aren't a lot of sexy teams on the schedule, and 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 the and the networks who pay a lot of money need them. So you got Pittsburgh and Minnesota. It's not like every game can be a night can be a night game, but I mean Patriots, Buffalo, yeah. Patriots. Like I guess everyone needs a piece of the Patriots, but it's not always a good one. So the Thursday nighters get the Colts, and the Monday nighters get the Bills. Uh, and but you, so the Patriots Packers is really the only premier primetime game of those. All right, so you're at five and one after yep. the sweep. And then you have a pretty easy road swing at Chicago and Buffalo. Again, easiest schedule in the league. Yeah, I think we win both of those games. Short week hosting the Packers after playing on the road on Monday night. I am going to uh, make that an, a, a loss. Okay, that's an L. So you're at 7-2 and two at Tennessee. Uh, we win that game. Uh, our, 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 another... Former Pat as a, as a first-year head coach, Vrabel. I think Vrabel's going to do a good job with that team. I think that they overachieved last year with uh, Malarkey, was it, who was their coach? So I think that – Yes. I, I think they'll be fine, but I think the Pats won that game. Um, okay, so then you get a bye, and you need a bye to prepare for your first matchup with the Jets <laughs> in New York, also known as New Jersey. You're eight and two. The Jets are probably also eight and two. I'm guessing. <laughs> what do you what What do you think happens? Uh, I think that they beat the Jets. Okay, so you're nine yep. and two. You play. You go home. You play the Vikings. Big game. Could be. It could be nine and. Could be a ten and. Yeah, you're you're nine and two, and uh, could be the nine and two Patriots against the eight and three Vikings. Let's say. I think that Minnesota wins that game. Yep. Okay, that's fair. 
Uh, nine and three. Chester, I'd say he'd be happy. He's not listening. No. It's nine and three. Uh, you go to Miami. You're you're getting the win there, right? We don't have to. Worry uh, about we that. do have to worry about that. They hate oh, wow. playing Are you in Miami. A loss they hate in Miami? playing in Miami. Oh yeah, I think in Miami. Wow. I think the Pats have an under five hundred record for the last ten seasons. I would guess so. They uh-huh. will lose in Miami. Yes. They, like last year, there was the yeah. Monday night game with Cutler, where like he looked like he was actually good for a little bit. Uh, yeah, they, they do not like playing in Miami at all. All right, so you're 9-4, and yep. four and you have, you're going to Pittsburgh. Could the, this Patriots team be 9-5? Nope. and five? <laughs> I think they're going to beat Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. And, and they're not the going to need a controversial the call at the end to, uh, to, to win that game, mm-hmm. too. Hosting the Bills and the Jets. Uh, I, That's I, I believe we finished. I mean, 12-4, I believe and four, we finished 12-4. Yes. Sorry, 12-4. Yes. 12-4. But that's with a win in in Pittsburgh, which is your hardest game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe if you want to swap Pittsburgh and Miami, you could do that. But I I just have seen the Patriots not show up in Miami too many times and Pittsburgh not show up against the Pats too many times to – I don't know. Uh, I, I You know. The problem games on the schedule are in Pittsburgh and then hosting the Vikings and the Texans. Yeah, and I and think in I think Kansas City too it could be good. Uh, it's a home look, game. I know, but like yeah, someone has to be good in that g- division, so why not the Chiefs? To start off the season last year, and they like pants us good on point. national TV. Good point. Good point. So, good point. <laughs> I think I think Kansas I mean, City Patrick wins that the AFC West, but I don't think they're like I haven't met like ten and six. I don't think they're. Yeah, I've been all over the map. Right now, I'm leaning towards the Chargers. We haven't spoken to any of those guys yet, the four NFC West teams. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I'm leaning there. But it might – the Chiefs – listen, the Chiefs' ceiling is high. The Chargers are sort of the most solid team. The Broncos don't really have a quarterback. I mean, they have a quarterback, but I'm not high on, on Keenum and, and, J- and John Gruden is a joke. I think it was interesting when you guys uh, were you talking team- about the, the the divisional – like who has the – like you were ranking the divisions. I think the interesting yeah. thing about the yeah. AFC South is – I feel yeah. like nine and seven could win that division. Like I feel like all four of them yeah. could go like eight and eight. Like, it's just but like, there's some really high upside teams. I mean, the Texans' upside is the moon. If Deshaun Watson plays like the way he was before yeah. he gets hurt, that team's upside is is so high. The Jaguars could be a better version. I don't think they will be, but they could be a better version of last year. I mean, Bortles still sucks. Let's be honest. But that defense could be incredible. And I wouldn't be surprised um, if. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. I wouldn't be surprised. And if the Titans are the most under, Henry underrated team. Has like a a season yeah. like uh, uh, Todd Gurley did last year. Like he just has like a season I agree. where he just I agree. runs all over the place. Yeah, Henry with, and Lewis is is going to yeah. be a, a tough especially matchup. with Demarco listen, Murray and, and Mariota can run too. Yeah, I mean, listen, the the team went nine seven twice in a row and could have easily upgraded it at coach. We don't yeah. know. Who knows? Um, and the Colts are going to stay. <laughs> uh, I think. Yeah. So, do you think this team is going to make the Super Bowl? Oh boy! Um, and if if not, you have to tell me who will. And there aren't a lot of options. I do think they make the so. Super Bowl. Yes, I do. Now, he, so who, who what, what we should have do done when we went through the schedule is we should have picked which week is the week that Gronkowski hurts himself for half the season. Oh, but that's three <laughs> times. It's three to sixteen. It's three out of sixteen. Uh, who do you think they play, and do they win? Uh, in the Super Bowl, I believe they play. We get a rematch. Do we get Minnesota? Do we get New Orleans? Do we get Green Bay? Do we get the Buccaneers? <laughs> who knows? Uh, I believe they play Minnesota, 
And okay. I believe they... Oh, man. I don't want to have to root for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe they win the Super Bowl. They beat Minnesota. So they avenge their regular season loss, I'll say. Uh, okay. Listen, you guys have won so I, many I, times. I, I can't see Chester happy. I don't want Chester. No one wants Chester. I, to keep, I don't know anything. I think I've proven that. I've, I've been the Pats guy for four years. I don't know anything. I think every year I pick them to go worse than they actually do, where I think I always pick them at like 11, mm-hmm. 11 and 5, and they're like 13 and 3 or 12 and 4 at the end. So I, I, yeah. I've proven time and time again that I am just a, a Pats homer and can't really – Speak subjectively about them. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was the opposite of a pleasure to talk about the Patriots, as always. Uh, I can't wait until they're going to, like, predicted to, be, you know, they have, like, 500, odds, 500 to one odds to win the Super Bowl because Brady's gone. And you were like, oh, sorry, I'm busy the entire month of August and not come on the podcast. <laughs> I already know that's going to happen. By the way, there are going to be no available Patriots fans. We're going to have to, like, Chester's going to pretend to like the Pats or something. Uh, but thank you for doing your Chester impression. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, sure. I would like to plug uh, my own podcast, uh, Pilot Season. Uh, I've really uh, had a lot of fun talking about uh, pilot episodes. What of- is it? What are you talking so about? So I take a TV show and I have a guest mm-hmm. uh, and we uh, break down what happened in the TV show. We talk about it historically. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have some fun. I do a silly little new theme song for each episode oh that's cool that's actually yeah cool. so I, yeah. I had the idea months ago i didn't th- i couldn't think of a hook and i found my hook and i'm like oh i'll just do that at the end of every episode do you did you watch the tv show love i did yes did is part of that like the 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 re, like that, the no i did not no i did actually i never movies? made that connection but that's uh that's that's really good and uh now i might owe Paul Russ some royalties after. Stealing, yeah, you might owe him money. Uh, and now, if someone wants to check out one episode to try out the podcast, which, which one would you? So suggest? I think that I, I did one recently with uh, my friend Jed Manning about Grey's Anatomy. I think it was really good. Uh, I did one on The Good Place that I thought was really good, and I have high hopes about the one I'm actually recording tomorrow. With I'm actually going mm. legit. I, I'm talking to Colin Stone about. Uh, the grinder. Okay, former thirty, former uh, not thirty-two fans. Uh, former uh, I've podcast. Yeah, them, about about Kurt on uh, post show recaps. Um, yeah, that's awesome. The, oh, the grinder. Uh, my my beloved Clem dog, Sean Clements from Hollywood Handbook, <laughs> was a writer on that show. Yeah, and then um, actually, I uh, I'm doing and he was I'm in it. You know what? He about, is actually in that show. He is the I'm recording. About, Clements is the I, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, Clements, uh, Hollywood Handbook guy. You know, he, I don't think he's in the pilot. He might actually be in the pilot. He is the like we, the teacher that uh, who which guy in the pilot's the teacher? Not Pally, the other guy. I only I haven't seen the show in a while. Uh, like he's in a school and P- Clemens has like a little mustache and is a professor. Oh, okay, uh- and I think he got in trouble. <laughs> he got in trouble. I think for getting cast on the show as a writer. Whereas I think like Fox said, don't do that again. Like don't don't let the write don't give the writers jobs as actors. Gotcha. I'm actually recording um, uh, the the other one this week. I'm doing that you might like is uh, I'm doing Nathan for you with. Uh, with, oh, uh, okay. Phil, Who's Phil the T- guest? Phil Torres. Okay, awesome. Uh, but it's oh, it's the pilot. You know, the pilot Nathan Few is really yeah. great. It's uh, the show. It's funny because the show gets much mm-hmm. better. Like the like the you know like the poop flavored ice cream ends up being like you know a joke compared to like some of the other elaborate ideas. 
but it, it is a good uh it is sort of a good uh gateway into into that yeah show. there are so many shows i love what happens like, if you like run out of shows parks and rec that, you... like, i i don't want to do because their pilots are garbage like they're not good pilots yeah a lot of yeah well parks and rec the first season is famously bad the Office pilot, I don't think, is it garbage? I just haven't seen it in a long I think it's time. Just, uh, what happens when you run out of shows? Well, that's the thing, is I'm not go going to... Episodes? No, like, I, I'm not going to run out of shows. I mean, every year, there are more shows on, on Oh, so TV. you're going to do new shows. So do you're going to do shows, like, a lot of yeah. pilots for like, I did, new uh, shows in September. I did Castle Rock with uh, Brendan Fitzpatrick. So, yeah, I, I'm... You should do... What's the really bad-looking show on CBS? God Friended Me. You should do one of those. Yeah, God friend me. Oh boy. And do the first episode because there won't be a second one of God friend and me. Yeah, do that. Um, I did one yeah, I did then, one well, by myself because nobody else wanted to be on it about the not no. the <laughs> not the uh Better Call Saul, but the CBS version of the the Vince Gilligan show after Breaking okay. Bad where it was uh What was it called? It was called um uh, Battle Creek. It was Fergie's okay. ex-husband, uh, Josh Dumel, and the Mayhem mm. guy. And it was like a buddy cop thing. And it was bad. I don't know what that is. It was not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and also, what's the this SCN? Spelling season SCN. Can we get an etymology for that? Like, who started it? I don't know who it? started it. It seems like it's ubiquitous now and a year ago didn't exist. Uh, it, it's like, my. I argue that kale wasn't a thing until about five years ago i think uh, it's a mandela it effect, a mandela effect that it sure. actually didn't exist for sure i agree i didn't there is no way i heard the word kale once when i was a kid no aioli aioli didn't, didn't exist for, and I lived for, in a, for, for since aioli really didn't yeah. exist until like tv shows in the night <laughs> yeah i agree aioli kale this is good uh, way, this would i be don't a good know where SZN came from i think it is ubiquitous nowadays and uh can I give you something that definitely didn't exist? Uh, people don't like when I yeah. say this. The show Doctor Who. I know I never heard that name until like five years ago. And now a lot of people on Twitter are like, are, it's like in their Twitter bio. It's like something that matters to them. It, the show didn't exist five I, years ago. Stop talking I, about it. I'm 100% on your, uh, with you. Yes, 100%. Okay. I should have been like something really like the movie Jurassic Park. <laughs> I know it didn't happen. All right, Mike, this was so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, hopefully the Patriots go six and ten, and we speak to you in August of 2019. <laughs> All right, Keith. Thanks, bud. Bye. Bye.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.